0: Welcome to Back to Ours, a new podcast for Barkin and Dagenham, brought to you by Studio 3 Arts and part of a campaign developed by the Cultural Partnership and Council Safeguarding Teams. Look out for campaign materials using hashtag BDProtect. So we've started this podcast as a way to keep the community together safe and healthy through lockdown, distancing and beyond. In each episode we'll be interviewing some of the amazing people who live and work in our borough about the stuff they've been doing in lockdown. We'll also be talking about the ways you can support your family and neighbourhood so our community is the best it can be. So grab a cuppa, settle in and let's crack on. It's all back to ours.
1: Hello babes.
0: Hiya love, how are you?
1: I'm good, it's quite exciting isn't it?
0: Yeah, we've got big news today for the listeners, haven't we? We have. And the big news is, we're sitting in the same room! Distance. <laughs> yeah, distance, yeah, but I could at least see you with my own eyes today whilst we record this. It's quite exciting.
1: There might actually be less of us going to talk over each other because we can see each other's faces. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> yeah, we can we can pick up all those visual cues that you can't pick up off over the phone.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, shall we say why we're together? Not. I mean, we are friends, anyway. It's not that we. <laughs> I'm forced to be in a room with liars because...
0: Oh, what a terrible thing. Well, it's big news, actually, because I don't know if the listeners will remember. I'm sincerely hoping they do remember because this podcast will feature so heavily in their lives. But um, a few weeks ago, we spoke to Grace Duggan, who is an artist from Barkan, who works with me and Matty on um, a project called Be and Do for the LGBTQIA community in Barkin and Dagenham, And today... Listeners, we are behind the scenes at the recording of Barkin' and Dagenham's first ever Queer Cabaret.
1: And it's going to be great.
0: Oh my God, what a day we've had.
1: For, I mean, first it's been so fun like to have so many people in this space at different times who literally everyone's just been saying... Thank you for letting me perform, like yeah. I've missed performing so yeah. much.
0: And what's been really great as well, I, I was really anxious about how we would do all the social distancing and the sanitizing and all the rest of it, and everyone has come on their time slot with their masks. We've done we've gone behind everybody with doing the door handles and all the rest of it. And whilst it's not how we would usually have done it It's not got in the way of us being creative and playful and and all that stuff, has it?
1: No, there's still been lots of sequins and lots of laughter. So, yeah, Yeah. hope you tune in.
0: Oh, yes, yes, we do. And we'll put the link to the cabaret in the blurb for this podcast if you do fancy coming and having a shimmy with us in a sequin or even just in your pyjamas, like, if I'm honest, then you can.
1: Gorgeous. Mm. And how's the rest of your week been?
0: It's been nice, it's nice to have you back, by the way. I did miss you last week. It was nice to have my son as a co-host, but he's, he hasn't got a patch on you, in fairness, you know? Wow. So, you know, I'm pleased you're back. <laughs> because, weirdly, I don't have to bribe you to do the podcast. No, that's no, true. No, you know, and I had to bribe him with going to Subway for a sandwich.
1: <laughs> do you know what? Good skills, though. <laughs> I
0: mean, to be fair, yes, he's persuasive, if he's anything. But how has the rest of my week been? I'll be honest, worst week of lockdown. I'll be honest, babe. This has been my worst week of lockdown. Okay. Just, like, everything has suddenly got a bit overwhelming. You know what I mean? And, like, work is hard. And I just had that realisation that at the end of this week, is the 6 weeks holiday. So I've just got no hope of persuading the kids to do schooling or anything like that. I got... Nobody really to help me out with the childcare or anything like that. So I'm just staring down the barrel of, <laughs> you know, kid wrangling for six weeks as well as trying to work full time kind of thing. Um, but on that, I'm taking a couple of weeks off next week because I really need to have a little break now. Yeah. You know, it's it's got to that stage where um, I'm starting to, A, myself get frustrated at work. Do you know what I mean? And snapping at things that I shouldn't be snapping at. So before I do some permanent damage To the organisation that I'm supposed to be in charge of I'm just going to pipe myself down And go and go to Brighton for a couple of days And have a look at the sea Yeah Do you know? And I, yeah
1: and I totally get it You know I, we've had conversations where I was saying that recently I just got to that point where I think it's a form of burnout but yeah. where you feel like You can't do any of the things you need to do mm. Like I completely forgot that i'm a capable person <laughs>
0: yeah and
1: everything that i needed to do mm. felt like well i can't do that even mm. like sending an email i was like well i can't write that email and it mm. was like i don't know where it, it's just i guess it was a manif- manifestation and a build-up yeah up and...
0: yeah yeah and i think you know m- more and more of my mates that i'm talking to and folk from work it's really common across across everyone you know what i mean and i guess like, in the first few weeks of lockdown, when I thought this was like, oh, it's going to be a few weeks, a temporary thing, and then we'll be back to normal, I think I was in a different headspace, and now I've sort of gone, oh God, like, we're in this for the long haul, aren't we? And that kind of switch of mentality, I think is is, is is done me a mischief.
1: Yeah, I get that. To be
0: honest. How's your week been anyway, love?
1: All right. Yeah, yeah. just kind of trying to myself back up slowly yeah um but being open with people and being like mm. look there's been it's been a tough couple of weeks and there's been a few things that have gone on that have just been really difficult to deal with and
0: yeah
1: but I feel like today has been amazing mm. um, and like obviously I've performed today you are which I haven't done in such a long time yeah um And the adrenaline of that has just got me all like, I can do this, you're capable, now come on, let's get on, let's do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think today's been quite enriching on loads of levels, really, and, you know, it's a funny old thing, because if you're not in the creative world, from the outside, people must be thinking... Oh, what's that all about? Like, I don't, I don't get it. But it's like anything that you enjoy, that you get a thrill out of, that you're good at in any sort of way, whether it's like swimming an extra length than you did the week before, or, you know, baking a banging cake. Just that little thrill that you go, oi, I'm good at this, you know. Just finding that again for yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm griddling even saying it, because it's just been nice to be in that zone, it. Do you know what I mean?
1: We are both sat in this room like we've got coat hangers in our mouths. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, and slight, slight bits of glitter on the cheeks and yeah. and all the rest of it. But no, it's, it's 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 been a really good day. I think we both needed it, really, to mm. be honest. And actually, all of the artists has come through the doors and said exactly the same thing. So this must just be a thing, mate. Yeah, really. Um, you did miss a good one last week, mind, on the old podcast. We the a cracking guest, Ken. His name was doing loads of volunteering for BD Can. Um, yes, my son thought he was a, a most interesting uh, <laughs> interviewee. Um, who have you been chatting to this week? Because you are firmly back in the Jeremy Paxman chair now, because that is your domain, not mine. So who have you been chatting to?
1: I was chatting to the lovely Kelly.
0: Kelly Jones. Yes, Kelly yeah. Jones,
1: who is an artist who's from these ends. Yes. Um, from
0: Dagenham, isn't she? Yes. Yeah.
1: And has recently moved back.
0: Yeah, she's been living in Wales, is not she? Yeah. yeah, your neck of the woods. My neck of the woods originally, originally. I, yeah. yeah
1: yeah um, and we had a lovely chat and about also about what it's like to come back to the place you grew up in and stuff, yeah so, yeah,
0: which you probably must have had some sort of connection to, really that being a bit of your story as well, sort of thing
1: definitely um, let's uh, a listen let's
0: have a listen
1: hi, Kelly. How are you
0: I'm all right, how are you
1: yeah, I'm not doing too bad, thank you, I'm not doing too bad. um how have you found the whole lockdown situation?
2: Uh, I think at the beginning I found it quite difficult um, because everything just sort of shut down like overnight um, and I was like oh no I can't go, I can't go and get a McDonald's or I can't go and get a Costa or, um, but then actually I sort of settled into it and like where I write I kind of spend a lot of time like at home on my own talking to myself anyway um, or my dog so it's been all right actually
1: so life as a writer has kind of prepped you for the solitude that comes (laughs) with it
2: yeah definitely yeah I think so it's been quite good like I've done quite a lot of writing in the time like at the beginning I was like I don't want to write for a little bit um I felt really uninspired and like really unmotivated Uh, and it kind of felt like everyone else was doing everything like it felt like everyone else was applying for all the opportunities and like smashing out plays. And I was like, oh, I just don't want to at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think it's been it's been really odd how I think different people at different points of lockdown and some people like from the beginning, some people kind of not at all have felt that like they could use this time to be creative. And I think it's been really interesting to kind of have to remind ourselves that whatever one of those you are, it's mm. totally fine either way.
2: Yeah, and it took me a little while to go, oh, that's okay that I'm not doing that for the beginning. Like particularly because the like loads of places were put in shows online and like and I would mates text me going, Oh, have you watched this show yet? Have you watched that yet? And I was like, No, like I haven't. Like I, I haven't at the minute. Um But then I sort of I sort of settled into it and it was all right then.
1: How have you that, that's an interesting one actually? I've really wondered about asking other sort of people who work in theatre or make Mm -hmm. work or how have you found like sort of watching stuff online
2: well from a like from a like financial perspective like sometimes I can't afford to go and see one show in a week like let alone five but there was like one week of lockdown where I watched five shows in a week and I was like like from a financial thing that's actually quite good like I think it's I think it's a way of like breaking barriers I think to people who maybe want to experience art but like can't afford to. Um, so in that way it was quite good. But I did miss the like liveness. Um, mm. I really like when there have been shows that have kind of experimented with how you still keep the liveness even though it's online. Like I've kind of liked stuff that I was sort of involved in a project uh, a couple of weeks ago um which was we worked with families uh, four families and created divide performance with them for them to perform from their living rooms live. But, like, during that kind of show, we kind of got little moments for them to kind of do live bits or, um, you know, like, when they'd ask the audience at home to go and get a blanket or go and get something that reminds them of this. So it was a way of them performing on the screen. But, like, it was live. It was happening live. But it was a way of them interacting with the audience's space, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I think, for me, I've enjoyed... um stuff that's either been live or made specifically for Mm -hmm. that viewing i've kind of personally and it's just a personal preference and i'm sure it's something i could get used to if i needed to but when it's a recording of a show i've yeah i struggled to get involved with that a little bit more but i guess that's just down to personal preference and also the experience Mm -hmm. you have and what mindset you're in like anything
2: yeah I think I think the same, I think the st- stuff that I've loved the most is when it's been, like, you know, it's been created for, like, a digital platform, um, and you're like, ah oh, yeah, because they've really thought about how to use that creatively. Um, mm-hmm. I Like, I love, like, I love cabaret as well. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm really big into burlesque and stuff like that. Um, so I've watched a lot of kind of online kind of cabaret shows and, uh, like, burlesque shows, um, and it's been really nice, actually, some of the... A lot of the performers kind of made their acts specifically for kind of the online stuff. And it's been really nice to watch that and what that's done to it. So it's, um, yeah, it's quite cool.
1: Yeah, there's definitely been some elements. Of, it's been really interesting to see. And I think some of it, will, you know, it's whatever, mm. well, we don't really know. I mean, it's hard to talk about theatre and <laughs> performance at the moment. But yeah, I think some things will need to still be able to thrive. And I think some things definitely have.
2: Yeah, I think one of the good things this has done is it's. I think it's made things slightly more accessible. Um, Mm. like if you've got meetings and stuff, it's been quite nice actually that you can (laughs) you can have your meeting in your pajamas, uh, as you know, and be making your tea just before, and you haven't got to do all that traveling, and you know that can sometimes be expensive or you know. So, there's been quite good for that sort of stuff. You can have like ten meetings in a day, um, and then you know, and still be at home in your pajamas. So that's quite nice.
1: Because yeah, also like you said, like travel can be yeah. a lot of money, and you know, yeah. I mean, unless you're one of the lucky few, a lot of um artists and creatives aren't getting paid the most, do you know what I mean? So yeah. it does yeah. add up.
2: And that all eats into like project time. Like say so, say you're doing a project and you're only getting, I don't know, 500 quid or whatever. Um, like all of that time for those meetings come has to come out of that, as well as you creating the thing. Um, so it is in that way, I think it's quite good.
1: Mm. And um, I know, didn't you move back to Dagnum just before all of this?
2: I did, I did, yeah. I've been living in, um, I've been living in Wows uh, for like the last kind of 10 years. Um, and then kind of my wife got a new job uh, and I've kind of been working over this way for ages now anyway, because everything I write is sort of about my relationship to home and like growing up and stuff. So you know, it feels like the good place to kind of be to share that work. And um, but yeah I'd literally just moved back before and then all of a sudden everything went into lockdown and we were like, oh we haven't really got much like furniture. <laughs> like we've got to go and get stuff. <laughs> so now things are starting to open. We're like, okay, we need to get this, we need to get that. So it's quite nice. But... Yeah I suppose
1: there's like almost two sides that like, there's one that must be really <laughs> strange time to move back. But I suppose also it definitely gave yeah. you time to settle in
2: yeah it did actually and then be closer like to family so that was really nice like cause my, all my family still live in Dagenham and um so like my mum and my mum and dad and that um so it's quite nice to be closer so I could go and get shopping and stuff like that
1: oh great yeah that's and I, I guess there's um I think that must have been a really tough time for a lot of people to be, feel far away from home when they feel like they want to be able to help or at least be you know even if you can't actually see each other there's something about being physically nearby isn't there
2: yeah, I think I would have found it really hard if I was still in Cardiff, I'd have like I think I would have found it really hard and I think it would have had a really like negative impact like on my men- mental health, like if I was that far away from them.
0: Um, mm.
2: you know, 'cause they're both in their sixties. My mum's quite stubborn. Well I shouldn't say that, like if she listens to this, she'll be like <laughs> she'll be like, hang on. <laughs> But, like, you know, they like to go barking every Tuesday and they like to, they've got a really strict routine that they stick to. So, you know, for the first week or two of lockdown, they were still doing those things. And I was like, you need to stay in or, you know, so it's quite nice that I could be close to check in on them and go, look, you need to stop going out. Yeah. Stay in. But yeah, she's staying in now and she's doing knitting. She's knitted loads of stuff.
1: Oh my goodness, (laughs) so is my nan.
2: Yeah. It's like it's wild, isn't it? She's knitting yeah. me like a headband. I've got leg warmers coming. Um, she's knitting me like a scarf for my dog. <laughs>
1: Ooh, I'm I'm a bit annoyed now, Kelly, because Jan is actually so far only needed stuff for Jan. But you know that's <laughs> fine. Maybe one day I'll get some leg warmers as well.
2: Yeah, I'll get my mum to do you a pair.
1: Great, right, that sounds. <laughs>
2: cool.
1: I think you're right. It's it's you know for some people it's really hard, um, to break that routine because that's what they're you know that's their sort of social interactions and that's where they go and that's what they do and you know um especially because it was all so confusing at the beginning i think it was all it wasn't very clear Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think that's i think it's the same with a lot of people that you know a lot of us had to um talk to Mm -hmm. you know elders whether it's parents or grandparents or our aunts and uncles or just friends and be like look Mm -hmm. this is um we do actually need to do this
2: yeah And as you said Matt like the messages were so confusing and have been for this whole thing like it is really hard like and you know it is knowing what to do and then to do for the best and you go actually you know I'd love to I'd love to go and sit around my parents and have a cuppa um but I can't do that so you know what's the alternative and how do you you know still maintain those connections and stuff like that it's quite nice I did lots of kind of online stuff with friends actually uh one of my mates organized like an online pub crawl so like (laughs) (laughs) so just had lots of different signs for like different pub names and kind of was like right we're moving to the pub now different pub now and kind of just stick that over the screen or so that was quite fun lots of quizzes I've done lots of like family quizzes and stuff like that um so it's been quite nice
1: I think I've done more quizzes than I ever have before in my life to be fair.
2: Yeah I think I've got out of like organising one actually so it's been, I've been quite lucky but like because I was like oh god I don't want to make a quiz um but like everyone else like you know, it's your turn you can do it this week so I've, I've kind of got <laughs> out of it so far.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> and is there anything in particular that you felt you've done that's really sort of helped look after your mental health at this time and stuff?
2: Yeah there's a couple of things so um so I was part of a writer's group at the Bush, um, and we used to have like monthly sessions and stuff like that. Um, and we've been trying to meet up since that group finished, and kind of never really been able to make it work. Um, but kind of when sort of lockdown started, we were like, should we just start meeting up again? Um, mm. So we've been doing that every Thursday night, like we'll bring a bit of work to share with each other, um, have a gym have a chat, have a gossip, so that's been really nice to kind of have that to kind of look forward to, it's also quite like productive like so it's quite nice to share stuff but also it's not really about that, it's kind of just about meeting and chatting to people who are also kind of going for a similar thing, so I've really loved that and kind of that I find that like my Thursday nights is like my sort of like I really look forward to that every week, Um, so I've been doing that, I've done, I've been doing like Queerlesque classes online with ruby jones um yeah so it's kind of uh, it's kind of every like saturday morning um and i i just love it like i just it feels really nice it's really empowering um and it's also really physical so yeah but that i think those sorts of things have really helped just like connecting with people isn't it and like realizing mm-hmm. there's other people out there
1: mm. um, and just for anyone who doesn't know just because they might like mm. what what is Queer-esque?
2: Um, so queerlesque is a strand of burlesque, um, which is kind of about uh gender and queerness. Um it's basically, it's basically burlesque, but dancing to really amazing like queer tunes.
1: I mean phenomenal. What more could yeah. you want? Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's really
2: that,
1: nice. That sounds brilliant. And um that, cause it does feel like we're in a bit of a weird in-between point now. Mm. The thing that well, we it feels that like we're moving quite fast towards this. You know, for some, some people, seem to think we're completely back to normal. Others sort of seem to think we'll never be back to exactly how we were. And I just wondered where you sort of sit on that in terms of is there like what is there some sort of hopes for like maybe things to be different, or what would you like it to look like in the coming months? I guess.
2: Oh, that's a tricky Ooh. one. So I don't think we can ever go back to normal. I think there is this like, there's this sort of like need. For everyone just to quickly forget this happened, put it in a box and go, right, it's all everything's primates back open or what you know, or whatever's back open. Um, we can all just get on. I I, th- I don't think we should be sending the like kids back to school because I think it is a really, it must be such a confusing time for like for young people. So, like, to expect them to go back and be in a mental place where they can learn and stuff like that is really, we, I think we need to like go, this is a really unique time in our history that we need to kind of just take a moment as a society to go okay would well, that happen and if we things can't go back to how they were I think in terms of theatre I think I'd like to see more sort of online stuff but like not just like live streams like you said Matt like um like stuff that's interactive and online
1: um yeah so maybe some attention being given like to stuff that's actually you know like rather than it being like here's a show from 2016 that we're going to put on which is there's nothing wrong with but I mean like there's stuff that actually you know it's performed for an online audience I think yeah there's definitely going to be some thought around that I'd imagine.
2: Yeah I think so as well I think it has meant that we've had to have a conversation about theatre as well like um, about the sorts of stories and things that we're you know, that we're going to tell in the future. Like, I don't I don't want to write about coronavirus. Like, I really don't mm. want to. Like, I'm really dreading Edinburgh, like, next year. There's going to be, like, <laughs> coronavirus and me, the one-man show, or um, there's yeah. going to be loads of them. Um, but I don't really... I don't want to write about it, like, in such a kind of direct way. Um, I want to see other stuff. I want to see stuff that kind of takes me away from that kind of fun well, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think there's a lot of, you know, we, there's for a lot of us, um, particularly, you know, working class artists, queer artists, um, black artists or sort of non-white artists, um, disabled artists, there's been need for change for a really long time. And <laughs> yeah, there has. <is. laughs> if this doesn't bring that on, mm. well, we'll just have to see, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think, I think we have to, like, it's so tiring to, like, constantly fight for the space, isn't it? Like, 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 you know, being a kind of, like, I'm a working class gay woman, um, Making theater I you know would love to see those plays on stage, but sometimes they don't make it um I think we have to have a conversation about who gets to tell their story, and I think we have to think about theater in sort of different ways um, yeah, and i my hope would be that it would be sli- it would be more diverse, and the people making those decisions would be um look more like us, I suppose
0: yeah rather than well, the um...
2: usual people Definitely. who can afford to do it that's well, the other thing that's the worry yeah. isn't it that kind mm-hmm. of because of theatre is kind of like what's happening at the moment is it's lost so much money like the worry is that we'll only have the people making theatre who can afford to do that as a kind con- like hobbying or you know
1: yeah and I mean it's a worry because I mean it was kind of happening before so yeah. now <laughs> yeah. it's
0: gonna
1: be even harder um mm-hmm. Well, maybe what I'm going to suggest is hopefully when it becomes a bit easier to do so we'll have to meet up for a cup of tea oh, yeah, and um, have this, uh, talk about this a lot more in person um, yeah, and yeah I think uh, it's really nice just to hopefully just keep meeting other artists who are mm. based in or from our you know and share our stories and our experience so thank you so mm. much for chatting to me today no, thank
2: you Matt thank you for having me
1: and um, I look forward to meeting you in person soon cheers bye if you'd like to know more about Kelly's work, you can find her on social media at KMJ Writer.
0: Well, that was a really refreshing listen. Got to be honest, that, that kind of concept of connection to a place, connection to ideas, stuff like that, that feels really important right now, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think it must have been such a strange time to come back and be near people that you haven't been as... Uh, geographically close to and then you've got this weird barrier. Yeah, I thought that was a really unique sort of experience to hear about
0: Yeah, and you know in a funny sort of way as Kelly's a playwright Sort of cracking material really for something that might happen in the future. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've heard a couple I've, I I know somebody else that's had to move during lockdown and just that Upheaval at the best of times is a tough call But in the middle of all of this it must just test you on a different level like
1: hundred percent
0: I sort of feel like the beauty of this podcast really is that the thing that connects it is the people from this place. And that means we're going to we're going to be talking to people from all different walks of life. And like, obviously, there's been a lot of people connected to creative industry so far because that's our world. Mm. So that's the people that I guess is most um, available to us. But, I mean, talking to Ken last week and and chatting to someone who's been volunteering right at the, like, front end of this stuff, you know what I mean? Getting prescriptions for people and befriending and stuff like that has made me realise that actually we need to cast the net as wide as we possibly can. Um, I know we've got a couple of really interesting non-arty people lined up as well. I don't want folk to think that we only want to talk to artists. Um... But I think we could also sort of, you know, go a bit wider again. What do you reckon? Yeah,
1: and I would... What I'd love to say is that actually if you're listening to this and if you or someone you know has been kind of doing some sort of volunteering or especially, I think, anyone, like, teachers, I think it'd be yeah. really interesting to hear how it's been for teachers at the moment, any NHS or any basically frontline key workers, mm. like, get in touch with us because we really want to chat to you and we want to... And I think sometimes people might think oh it's not what i've done is an interesting yeah. but it is because you've made a difference to people
0: exactly and we want to profile and celebrate people's stories in a meaningful way you know what i mean this is not a token gesture this is about us really being able to platform the brilliant stuff that goes on in Barking and Dagenham and you know we've said before on this podcast it's easy to read the media and think about Barking and Dagenham as a place where you know ambition goes to die and you know our experience at this place is the opposite of that and you know i really believe that this podcast is one of those ways that we can really champion the amazing stuff that you know local everyday brilliant people from Barking and Dagenham are doing like
1: yeah so if you think you or someone you know might be interested in doing that drop me a line um, just email me on matty that's M A T T Y at Studio at StudiofreeArts.org.uk
0: arts dot org dot Do- UK. <laughs>
1: I knew that I was just <laughs> testing Liza I'm really famous for being really good at remembering email addresses oh, and phone numbers I mean
0: yeah if there was if there was a mastermind special round that would be yours wouldn't it
1: 100% but you
0: know what I'm going to say right I'm going to say something important here now don't be one of them people who hides their light under a bushel now because it's very easy to go, oh, my story wouldn't be interesting, or they won't want to hear from me, or what have I done that can be interesting. Please, big yourself up now and contact us. And if you don't want to big yourself up, big up someone you know, right? Someone in your family, someone in your neighbourhood, someone from down your street. Just anyone that you think deserves to have their story told on a platform like this. Because we are ready to celebrate you. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just me and Matty just celebrating each other. We've just got a place. But it can't be all we do, can it, love? No,
1: it really can't. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, please do get in touch. Or even if you're not sure, mm. if you just want to have a chat about it, I'm very friendly, I promise.
0: Oh, and before we go, we must also mention, as we said earlier, that the cabaret that we've been recording today. Have a little check on Studio 3 Arts's Facebook page and you'll find all the details of when it's all being broadcast. Honestly, check it out. There are some cracking performers. and so just another secret inside thing we're just about to do the last recording for the cabaret which is a brilliant dj so me and Matty are gonna go and uh, throw it down on the old dance floor now
1: we're off for a bot babes
0: we are we are get yourself ready we're gonna do it
1: (laughs) we'll chat to you next week
0: take care have a good week everyone
1: so that's it for this episode of back to ours Hope you enjoyed the chat and please remember there's a lot of support out there in Barking and Dagnam. You know when something doesn't feel right so let's speak out and keep each other safe. If someone's life is in danger, call 999 immediately. Or if you're worried about a child's safety, you can call 0208 227 3811. If it's an adult safety you're concerned about, you can call 0208 227 2915 and if you need support around domestic abuse you can call 0300 456 0174 look after yourself and we'll talk to you next time